You Can Handle Anything, episode number 330. Welcome to the You Can Handle Anything podcast. I'm your host, Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions, keeping you from fully enjoying the moments and people in your life. In this podcast, we'll explore the everyday emotional situations we all face, and I'll share the tools and strategies I developed that will help you deal with these challenges in any moment at any time. Because knowing how to handle anything life throws your way is the very first step toward learning how to live your life deliberately. Let's get started. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So if you've been listening to my podcast over the past few weeks, you'll know that I've been doing a lot of traveling this summer. I was offering some professional development trainings in Chicago, and by the time this episode is broadcasted, I'll actually have just returned from Chicago, and I look forward to sharing more about that experience with you in next week's episode. Anyway, I've also been traveling around visiting family and friends, and this episode is actually being broadcasted from the New Jersey Shore, which is where my extended family organizes an annual trip this time every summer. And this family trip is just so lovely. It's my parents and my sister and my brother and their families and my husband and our kids. And it is just such an awesome opportunity for all of us to be together, which really only happens at this point one time during the year since I moved with my family, my husband and my kids to Israel about 15 years ago. And so we are just so, so, so grateful for this trip. We basically go down the beach for about four nights And the place we stay is literally on the boardwalk. And so not only is there a lot of activities for us to do, including walking on the boardwalk, doing mini golf, going to the beach and shopping and all of that. It's just really easy because it's like literally you just walk out of the hotel and everything is right in front of you. And while we are a big group, Like when we're all together, we could be almost 20 people, including some relatives that end up visiting us while we're here. Having a family WhatsApp group makes things so much easier in terms of communicating, you know, like who's going where and when. Like, for example, my parents have this sweet, sweet tradition of taking all the grandkids out to breakfast every single morning of this trip. It really is the sweetest thing, especially when we wear our coordinated colored t-shirts that my mom gets for us every year. The problem, of course, is that everyone wakes up at different times. But like I said, having that WhatsApp group is really helpful for communication. I know that the intention for this vacation is to try to do as many activities together, whether that's heading down to the beach or going on the Surrey bike rides or having dinner together. Obviously, there's no rule and everyone accepts it if someone can't or doesn't want to join in on something. But for the most part, I think the intention is for us to try to do as much as we can together. And so before I share my story with you this week, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever felt left out? Have you ever noticed a friend like inviting people to their house for a dinner or a party and you found out that you weren't invited? Or maybe there were people 
talking, you know, like in a group and you weren't invited into the conversation. Or maybe your partner was planning some activity but didn't invite you along. Well, I want to invite you to keep that in mind as I share a short story with you. So on the first night that we were here, I was walking on the boardwalk with one of my kids. We were actually walking back from the amusement park rides. And while we were walking, we passed by a lot of stores, one of which was a clothing store. And in the window, I noticed a mannequin wearing this adorable orange kimono, which is kind of like a robe, but it's not a robe. It's actually like an outfit with um, a necklace that went with it. And this kimono was just calling my name. For those of you who don't know, orange is my favorite color. And so I asked my son if it would be okay if I walked in to take a look. He wasn't interested to wait, so he walked back to the hotel on his own, and I went into the store. I tried on the kimono, and I loved it, and I actually thought it would be a great outfit to bring to Chicago in just a couple of days, but I didn't have my wallet on me, so I asked the woman behind the counter if she could hold it for me, and then I would return the next morning to purchase it, and she said yes. Okay, so I went back to the hotel, and the next day I walked back to buy this kimono. I put my sun hat on, and I started walking to the store, which was like, I don't know, like a six-minute walk from the hotel. I was just planning to go buy this kimono and come back. I would be back in like 15 minutes. Anyway, I get to the store, and literally right in front of the store was a parked bike Surrey. So a Surrey, for those of you who aren't familiar, is it it's kind it looks kind of like a golf cart but it's actually a bike and it can fit anywhere from 2 to like 16 people depending on the size of the surrey that you rent anyway so there's this surrey parked right in front of the store and who was sitting in it was my dad and at first i was like so confused i was like why is he in the surrey and then i was like the family, we didn't plan on doing the Surrey today. And then I was like, well, why is he stopped? Because usually, you know, we just go up and down the boardwalk. We don't stop. And then I was like, why is he alone? Okay, so the whole thing was just really curious to me. So I was like, hey, dad, what's up? Like, why are you here? And he proceeded to tell me that there were a few other people in my family, including two of my kids, who were on the Surrey's, and they stopped in front of the cafe, which was next to the store that I was buying my kimono, to pick up some drinks. And immediately I felt disappointed because I wasn't invited. And I love the Surrey's. And we usually do this as a whole family event. And all of that like, obviously shouldn't have been happening, at least in my mind. And all I could think to say in that moment was, but I didn't know about it. I didn't know you were doing this. I would have gone if I had known. And my dad kind of looked at me curiously, but didn't say anything, which was a good thing, because there was no need to engage with someone who is stuck. And that's probably the most important thing about handling emotionally challenging situations is that knowing that you are stuck. That is, taking responsibility for the fact that you are stuck, not the other person. The other person might be stuck, but if you're feeling stuck, you have to take ownership of that, which is exactly what I did. I walked myself through the unstuck method, and within seconds, 
I was in a different place. I took a stop by telling my dad that I was going into the store to buy something, and he was like, great, enjoy. I tuned into the fact that I was feeling disappointed and maybe a little bit hurt and maybe even a little bit sad and maybe even a little bit rejected. And as I was trying on that kimono and looking in the mirror, I just allowed myself to feel all of those emotions. And then I looked at my thoughts and I really questioned them. I believed that that group of people, there were four of them, organized that activity because they didn't want me a part of it. Was that 100% true? No. I mean, maybe my kids didn't want me to be there. Maybe. Okay. And that's okay, right? They totally love hanging out with my sister and my dad. But definitely, this was not some sort of conspiracy against me. For sure not. I believed we should be doing this as a family thing like we always do. Is that 100% true? No, that's not 100% true because there's no rules. And while we did this in the past, it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to do the same thing every year because really, every year is different. It keeps just unfolding summer by summer. Plus, we still had four more days together, so it was possible that we would do that as a family. I believed everyone should be telling everyone what they're doing, where, and when. Is that 100% true? No, no, no. Actually, that is what creates the most stress in these family situations, right? Keeping things easy, letting people do what they want, that really is the best recipe for us. And so when I realized that all of this was just a big drama in my mind, I was able to consider other perspectives, like they didn't do this to hurt me, and that I could consider being grateful for this trip And I could consider being happy that my kids want to hang out with my dad and my sister. And that I could consider everyone is doing their own thing. And that's a good thing, not a bad thing. And of course, I was grateful and I am grateful. It's just that in that brief moment, I got stuck. But that's okay. I was able to get myself out in just seconds and then hold myself in kindness for getting stuck in that place. And so I want to go back to my earlier question. Has this ever happened to you where you felt left out? And if so, what else can you have considered? It is so important to come up with some considerations, even right now, even if you're not stuck, so that when you do get stuck in this, and you likely will, because getting stuck is a natural human tendency, you will have a consideration to easily grab onto which will help you get unstuck so much quicker in the future. I have to say, I did get unstuck quickly in that story. It was literally a matter of seconds. I just caught myself feeling stuck. I took myself through this powerful tool and I moved on. I just nipped it in the bud. But I want you to know that I can do this because I practice. I practice being self-aware. I practice noticing who I'm being. I practice getting unstuck on a daily basis, even multiple times a day. That is what makes you mentally strong. And that is what helps you to become a resilient person. And there's nothing more than I want for you. And that's why I want to invite you to participate in my free three-day challenge that starts Tuesday, September 5th. It's called Silence Negative Self-Talk. I'm going to be walking you through some powerful steps so you can learn how to recognize when you speak negatively about yourself 
and how you can take steps to reduce that in your life, which I have to say, when you reduce that, it has so many benefits. Because when you speak negatively about yourself, it not only impacts you and your self-image, it actually impacts the people around you and your relationships. How you speak to yourself is everything. And that's why you don't want to miss this opportunity. It is an awesome way to start off the school year. If you are subscribed to my newsletter, you will be receiving information about registering for the challenge in your inbox next week. If you're not, now's a great time to subscribe. All you have to do is head over to my website, shiragura.com, and you can sign up right away. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram at shiraguraofficial, and I will send you the link to join. And you can do that right now. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. And if you aren't yet subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you do sign up by visiting my website, shiragura.com. I look forward to being with you again next week.